Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of The Album Argument. My name is Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are happy that you are here with us today. Uh, Jay, my good friend, give me a little bit of a rundown of yourself and uh, why you are here to talk about music with us. Well, uh, as, as we mentioned before, I'm Jeremy, but also I go by Jay. I, I should mention that in case anybody gets confused throughout uh, the time. So I don't know. It's always just... Um, I don't know how what what you call me for like twenty years now. So I yeah, Jay has always been what I've called you. Just, so. but that's a whole nother podcast. It might slip um, up. Every but now anyways, and then. Uh, my name is Jeremy. I am an audio engineer, educator. I teach college classes on audio engineering and mixing, and I've been doing this for oh at least um, fifteen years or so, recording music bands and. Lived in Houston for a while and originally from uh, Georgia, and that's where we are coming to you live from Georgia, outside of Atlanta. And so, um, yeah, I like uh, I like music and all things audio. All things music, all things audio. My name is Ryan again. Uh, I am an educator as well. I will actually be shifting into teaching music for elementary school, which I'm super excited about. But... We go way back, and we have been friends for a long time. We've played in bands together. We've we've played tons of shows. We've gone to lots of concerts. We've shared albums with each other. Left and right, we have always had a musical tie-in connection to each other, and that's what brings us here today. Uh, Jeremy and I have decided to start a podcast with each other. Basically, for the past two years, we've been doing this random thing through text where we'll call it like Song of the Week, you know, or something like that. We'll we'll send the other one uh, a song that we feel like the other one should hear or listen to. And the really cool part about that is it's opened up my world to a lot of new music. I think it's done the same for you. Definitely. And now we've decided that, you know what, we need to expand upon this. So the basic concept for the album argument is I'm going to present Jeremy with an album or he will present me with an album. Uh, Our job is to listen to it. We are to find a song that we like about it, find a song we don't like, kind of give a little bit of comments here and there about other songs as well. And any kind, and and we are going to try to, if we're listening to the record, we're going to keep ourselves out of the record as much as possible. Our job will be just to listen to it while the other person will focus on a little bit of background information on that record. And today, Jeremy, we have a really good record, a good one to start with. We have Kid A by Radiohead. Kid A by Radiohead. There's no rhyme or reason why I chose this one. Um, other than I've always enjoyed the album, but you know, um, and you'll find too, as we choose to talk about these albums, sometimes we'll just kind of pick something a little bit more modern, a little bit more classic. And um, I don't know, does 2000 count as a classic at this point? I think so. Yeah. So I mean, today came out in 2000, the year 2000. 22 years ago. That's, that's pretty classic to me. Flies. Time flies. Time so, flies. Um, so yeah, a little bit about uh, Kid A. So this was uh, Radiohead's fourth album. So it came after, right after OK Computer. I think that was a few years before this. Um, so coming out of the 90s of the, the typical rock... Um, you know the 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 sound of the '90s. That's that's what Radiohead was. Yeah, I think OK High Computer and dry, stuff like that. So I believe OK Computer was '97. So yeah, so just a few years after that, that was kind of a good transition point, and everybody said, "Whoa, what's what's Radiohead doing with that album?" Right, and that that might be another album that we'll talk about. So that'd be awesome. Uh, but when I got into Radiohead, I just I just I don't know. I I um, I took to the the rock side, but also I really liked Kid A. Um, so, uh, there's also the, uh, in terms of Kid A and Radiohead, there was Amnesiac that came out a few year, a uh, few months later. 
So um, some have said it's, it's supposed to be like a double album or they're B-sides, but they're not B-sides. Don't mention B-sides. So I did um, not know that. Yeah, so Amnesiac, I mean, if you listen to them together, they go really well together. Okay. Um, they've been kind of reboxed together and so forth. So that was a few months later. Um, but this was Radiohead's first number one album in the U.S. on the Billboard 200. No was, way. Yeah. No way. The first one at the time. So, okay. All right. Um, well. It also won the Grammy for Best Alternative Album. It was uh, nominated for a few other awards as well, but that it won Grammy for Best Alternative Album. So, hey, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So um, I chose it because it's a great album, but um, in part, that's not exactly why we're here. You know, we, we choose the great albums, but, you know, so I gave this to Ryan and I, I you know, tasked him with. Uh, Listening to it, and were you familiar with the album beforehand, I guess? So, going back, I remember when we were in high school together, and this I do recall this album dropping. And I remember you were really excited It was not for called it. Dropping then, though. No, what was it called back then? Releasing. Being released? Released, yes. Just uh, date ourselves <laughs> a little bit. So, we anyways. Old. <laughs> um, we were in high school. The album was released, and... I remember you were super excited about it. I remember two of our other friends being really excited about it. And I remember one of them particularly saying like, this is the greatest record ever. And I heard a few songs off of that record at that time, writing in in your old van. And I I remember being like, yeah, you know, not really paying any attention to it. Cause to me, I liked Pablo honey. I liked the bins. I thought that was a great progression from Pablo Honey to the bins. And I really liked OK Computer. Um, so for me, hearing some of those tracks, I was just like, yeah, uh, OK. I did not pay any attention to them literally until now. Nice. Yeah. And it. I, I came from the rock side that, uh, you know, I think at the time, I don't really remember too much of it, but just saying like, this is different. Mm-hmm. You know, and it took me probably a few years to maybe fully appreciate it. But I, I remember at the time going, okay, this is different. And maybe my favorite songs would have been different 22 years ago. Probably. More than likely. More than know, likely. As we grow older and we change and have different influences. But yep. um, but uh, yeah, it's funny that you said you liked OK Computer because I don't really like that album for whatever reason. So. Well, then you're going to hate what I have to say coming <laughs> up. I Okay, so the concept of the album argument is, again, we pick a song that we like, we pick a song we don't like. I'm going to start off first with the song. I'm, I'm going to give you an over overview of how what I felt about the album, and then I'll tell you what I did like and what I did not like. And we should say these are honest reactions. I have no idea what Ryan's about to say. Yeah, we we purposely have not discussed these, these things beforehand. Um, I got to be honest with you, Jeremy. Jay, my good friend, love you to death. I hate this record. And I hate this record with a passion. And I was driving around my truck. I was doing running errands. I was doing things that kept this record made me mad. And and let, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why, okay? okay. So I'm listening to the record. And I listened to it three times through before I came to this conclusion. I have a cousin that makes ambient music. He he's released a couple records. Um, James and Evander. If you like ambient music, go check out James and Evander. Um, my my cousin is James. So there you go, James from James and Evander. Even though that's not his real name. That being said, it's Jim. It, <laughs> it's actually Adam. But no, you know. Um, anyways, uh, they make ambient music, and it's it's very good, very poppy, very dreamlike ambient music. And so I'm listening to this uh, uh, Kid A record, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, 
Radiohead can't decide if they're a rock band or if they're an ambient band. And that's what I, that's what I was feeling while listening to this. And then like, okay, so the first song comes on the first song, uh, everything in its right place. And I'm thinking like, eh, okay, eh, not doing anything for me. Then the title track kid a kicks in and I'm like, sweet. This is awesome. I like where this is going. This is cool. I'm, I'm feeling it. And all of a sudden these like garbled, blah, 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 like vocals come in and I, I'm like, no, just no. Like this song kid a would have been a great song as an instrumental. I, 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 the vocals took me out of the song. Now, if I'm going to talk about like the little history that we do have with this record, I don't know if you remember this. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. We played in a band together years ago where we played a one-off show. Oh, I uh, do remember this now. And we covered the song, uh, which is track three on here, the national anthem. And I had never even heard the song. We, I remember we were rehearsing and then we were like, oh, we timed ourselves and we're like, oh my gosh, we need one more song to fill out a 30 minute set. And the bass player at the time, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to go ahead and say his name. Hopefully he hears it. Paul, Paul was playing bass and Paul was like, oh dude, what about the national anthem? That'd be cool. And you were like, yeah, that'd be sweet. So you did the vocals for it while playing the drums. I was playing the guitar. Paul was playing the bass and you know, it's simple you know, and I didn't know what to play. And I remember both of y'all being like, oh, don't worry about it. Just, just play whatever on top. It'll be fine. Well, I get that now listening to the song for the first time, 22 years later, I'm like, oh, okay. That's why the national anthem could have been a great song. I I was really excited when the saxophones came in and everything. And then it just became this, I don't know. I felt like they were just experimenting the entire record. Um, If I had to say there was one song that did stand out that I, I did like, let me see, let me find it on here. Oh, optimistic. I thought optimistic was a good song. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing that it's probably a single from the record, that or Idiotech. Much more accessible, pop. Yeah. Yeah. So I I felt like that song was standing out on the record. And when I finally got to that track, I was like, okay, good. Something here I can feel. So I will say that, in my opinion, Optimistic is the best song on uh, uh, Kid A. Now, I still have issues with it, though, because I felt like it built up to this this big crescendo, and then it was a letdown. Hmm. Now, that's just my opinion, and and I can see that you want to say something. I, I appreciate you letting me speak here, um, but I think what it came down to is, I, I don't know, I feel like I've heard Idiotech before, like either in a shopping mall or something. Yeah, it's it's different at the time for yeah. let's say Radiohead and sure. But um you know, so if I if shopping. Yeah, I, I will I feel like I've heard that song somewhere before. Maybe it was in like riding in a vehicle with somebody or at a YouTube video or something. Um so optimistic, I said would be the best song. The song that I found to be, and I, I really tried to find one that I really just absolutely could not stand. And the only thing I could really come up with was tree fingers. I, I just feel like that's as an attempt to be an ambient song. It really fails. And that's the instrumental.
And uh, again, because I've listened to a lot of really good ambient music out there, there's some great ambient artists and it's like, this is just not it. So overall, Kid A is not a record I will ever listen to again. (laughs) Um, However, however, I do applaud them for trying something outside the box because like I said, I like OK Computer. I really do. Uh, but liking OK Computer and then switching to this, to me, some people might argue it's not that big of a shift, but I, I, I would say it's completely, totally different worlds. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just, I was, I was kind of blown away with, with this album in the fact that I generally, when you give me stuff to listen to, I either kind of like it or really like it. And I was very shocked that you gave me an album that I actually did not like at all. <laughs> So I want to hear what you feel like is the best song, the worst song, or if you even feel like there's a worst song, and why. And anything else you want to share with us? Yeah, one. so it's by far not my favorite album. Well, you know, I'll first be the first to say, mm-hmm. um, and I don't listen to Radiohead all the time. So you know, there could be some Radiohead lovers out there that go, "Oh yeah, this is you know that that might disagree," and that's why it's called the album argument. You know, we can. That's right. We'll we can argue. argue about it. We can argue um, nicely. But I think Radiohead in general for me, so kind of the backstory before I get into the, the maybe the couple songs that I might point out would be you have to be in the right place and the right time for Radiohead. I would agree with that. Right? And um, I guess maybe it's nostalgia thinking back to when it came out and, you know, just kind of when you're younger, you have the time to kind of just sit there and listen to music. So nowadays, I don't get that much time to sit and just listen to music. It's usually sitting and listening while cleaning or sitting and listening to whatever my kids are listening to, which I love them and the music that they want to listen to. But, you know, they're five years old and, you know, you get to listen to that type of music. So um, having a certain time to listen to an album when you're younger, I mean, that's why younger people kind of push the industry because they have the time and the money from somebody else to go buy it or steal it or whatever, as in Napster, you know, because this was kind of the, the you know, this that, was that in time. that era. So, yep. um, so I think being in the right, I don't want to say mindset because I'm not one that, um, let's say, is for or against any type of mind altering, you know, drugs or alcohol or anything. I don't mean anything by that, but just, you know, it's not maybe the drive around town album. Yeah. Uh, now that you, you mentioned that, that, like that, <laughs> I, I, you know that I probably should have just like kind of chilled and listened to it and, instead of being active and listening to it. Um, that was probably I will openly admit that that's that's probably my mistake on that part. But I could see also if you're driving and maybe um, if you're okay not falling asleep because some of these you might fall asleep. You know, love it or hate it. But uh, but it, I don't know. It's got a, a certain aura to it that you know driving around maybe at night might fit a little better than during the day on a sunny day like it is outside right now. That is a very good point. So I think being within a certain mindset helps um, in a certain place and time, and um, I don't know. And I guess that's a segue is, you know, I just love the first track, Everything in Its Right Place. I don't know why. Would I, you I just, would that be your pick? I think that's my pick. I mean, there oh, are okay. good there are good songs. There there are other songs that you know that uh, yeah. I like optimistic. I like idiotech. 
even the the last few like motion picture soundtrack, Morning Bell. There's mm-hmm. some cool, you know. There's it's definitely subdued. Def, I would say definitely. Sorry, subdued. Um, kind of has that you know again certain sound to it. But I don't know. I think everything in its right place. Just I'm trying to put myself in the shoes too. Also of hearing it maybe for the first time. Right. It's almost like going back to like a Sergeant Pepper's versus you know now we listen to it. Oh yeah, it's nothing. But at the time, it's you know it was wild. Yeah, very wild. Very right? different. Very wild. Um, so, and also Radiohead, you know, you're saying uh, ambient music. I think being mainstream, though, they were, I mean, not one of the first ones, but bringing it to mainstream, just it's, uh, there, there's a, a certain, they, they make it cool to be, I guess, ambient. And I will totally agree with you 100% there. I think this album, this album does have strong qualities, even though I'm not a fan of it, and uh, I do see where the influences that other people have taken from this album. And because of that, I would still highly suggest that people go out there, give it a listen to possibly purchase it, go to get it off of uh, Spotify, you know, pick it up at off of Apple. Right. I'd still say people should hear the record. Uh, and I hope that people do listen to the record. Um, it's, it's not for me in that sense, but I could see <laughs> how it opened the doors to a lot of kids, especially people that are our age now and possibly listening to the music that they are, how it could have been a bridge to something else. Yeah. Because I don't listen to a lot of ambient music myself, but at the time I was listening to just rock music of the nineties, maybe classic rock oldies from parents and you yeah. know, hearing something like this, you're going, what is this? Like, yeah. This is, you know, eye opening in a way uh, for me that wasn't listening to underground music. I think in the day I had dial up, you know, it's not as easy as right now. You go, oh, well, let's now you're really dating Spotify. yourself. Let's just look up or on YouTube or whatever. It's not so easy just to find music like it is today. Um, so I think hearing something like this, I think that's just brought it. What brought it out? And then funny note, um, I think I really dislike the national anthem. Really? Really? Because well, you know, I remember back then you were all about it. It's got a baseline, but in terms of what I do now, I guess, in terms of, you know, recording or uh, production, um, teaching students, things like that. And, uh, you know, I always stress contrast. Oh. And uh, there's, there are other songs that lack contrast, yeah. but the national anthem lacks contrast. It does. And ambient music in general can lack contrast, but I think the national anthem, as a bass player, I love it, but... I actually don't because there's other songs that I don't like because of the bass, like uh, uh, white. Sh- well, not white stripes. What's the other? Um, I guess it's white stripes. The da 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 da. There all those. Yeah, that's uh, the Seven Nation Army. Yeah, Seven Nation things like that. Even though it's a bass and I play bass, doesn't mean that I like it. Just I don't know. It's overused, something like that. So national anthem, just because it's very repetitive, it's the same thing. It's cool when the horns come in, like you said. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It just. It's it's one of the longer songs on the album too. I think and it's almost it fizzles six minutes. Out. It does not finish just, strong. Yeah, it's a cool jam, maybe to see it live. But yeah, for an album, I would skip it. Like if I listen to it now, when I listen to it now, I skip it. That's just because, crazy. I don't know. Honestly, when I was thinking about what you would pick, I I thought that that would be maybe the one that you pick simply because of the history that we have with that song. But gotcha. and I kind of forgot about. I, I remember that now. I forgot about that. But um. 
Yeah, maybe my rock side. I could see my rock side th- liking that and yeah. and you know really getting into that. But. Do you remember doing the vocals for that while Ooh. we played live? I remember drums. I don't remember vocals. Yep. You you were the vocalist for that song. I hope nobody else remembers the vocals. <laughs> <laughs> um, I doubt it. We weren't yeah. popular by any means. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I I still think I still come back to this album just in general and listen to it. And you yeah. know, I'd be open to uh, anybody else's input too. If you know, as you're listening out there, you know, um, send us a any, any message feedback on what you think about the album too, and just kind of see if um, maybe it's a nostalgia thing. Are we talking on nostalgia? Is this the first time you're listening to it too? Uh, you know, maybe listen in different venues, as we said, and just I wonder how that might influence how somebody interprets an album definitely we are open uh, because we are two guys that are critiquing records we are also open to the concept of critiquing as well share your thoughts with us uh please as we said before go out and listen to the records that yes. we're talking about please support those artists we are all about supporting musicians uh, plus being in the, the jobs that we are in um thank you for joining us today this was fantastic for our very first episode i'm super stoked and very excited about where uh this podcast might go and grow and we ask that you uh, like comment subscribe all those things that you can you can do to help support us we really appreciate it and also support the musician yes, um, any anything any out uh, outgoing words for the fans there Jeremy Dudman um, no um, I guess as my audio side too I would say you know listen in a high quality setting too sometimes you know YouTube Ooh, is yeah. great but you know go uh, do the the paid version of Spotify or Apple Music, mm-hmm. things like that, because the quality does matter. In terms of these songs, there might be some quality difference that when you're listening, lo-fi does influence how you listen. So, oh, that's a definite. You know, and the artists get paid a little bit more, so that's yes. that's when, when you're paying for the service. So I would say, yeah, support your artists, and um, they'll support you by putting out more music. There you go. Um, you can find me on YouTube if you care to see any videos of mine that I currently have out there under the name Coach Stroud. That's C-O-A-C-H-S-T-R-O-U-D. I'm on Twitter, just at Jeremy Dudman, J-E-R-E-M-Y-D-U-D-M-A-N. And thank you so much. Join us for our next episode coming up hopefully soon. Thank you so much. This has been The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. Deuces.